This is Masks Off. I am Tia Fagan. And I'm Kim Gross. Who are you behind the masks you wear? We are here to have real conversations about how to live a more empowered and authentic life. So join us, remove your masks, live your life. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Masks Off. We are actually recording our 80th episode today. So it's amazing how many we have recorded. And so as usual, I'm Kim. And I'm Tia. And I will begin with today's quote. We have a really interesting topic for today. So excited. So the quote is by... Archie Williams, who was actually a guest on the show, America, America's Got Talent is the name of the show. And he (laughs) says, yes, yeah, it's America's Got Talent. Here's what he says. Freedom is of the mind. I went to prison, but never let my mind go to prison. So just let me say a little bit more about that in case any of you are confused. So This is a YouTube video that was taken from the show, America's Got Talent, where they had a guest on. He was a guest who spent 37 years in prison for a crime he did not commit. He was released in March of 2019, and then he went on the show and performed, and he quoted, this was his quote during the interview. He said that because the interviewer, Um, can't think of his name offhand, the host of one of the hosts of America's Got Talent said, how did you survive? How did you survive 37 years of being in prison for a crime you knew you did not commit? And that's when he said that freedom is of the mind. I went to prison, but never let my mind go to prison. So T and I wanted to come on today and talk about this um, in terms of, well, a couple of things, right? We Mm -hmm. want to talk about both sides of the coin. Right. While this is an amazing truth for him and an amazing quote, and it's so inspiring and so helps when we are in adversity and we are struggling and we're in an abyss and we are just looking for something to hold on to, something to pull us out of the abyss. And Archie's story was a prime example of that. And we can talk more about how that works. But on the other hand, there is also struggle too. We're not always there. It's what we talk about all the time. It is progress and not perfection. We're not We said, I'm sure that Archie, every single day of his 37 years in there, didn't feel so great and wonderful and positive and optimistic and empowered and like, yeah, I'm all about this. I can't say for sure because I'm not there with him to ask him, but I can venture out and say that if I had an interview with him (laughs) post America's Got Talent, and said, Archie, what's up? Did you ever feel like you wanted to give up some days? Did it ever, did the victimhood, did the, what about, you know, poor me, the what ifs, all the fear, the anxiety, all the gremlins, did they ever show up and take over in your mind? 
Yeah. And I'm going to venture out and say, he's probably going to say, yes, I had those very dark days. And then Part I just the- found ways to mm-hmm. tap in. And, and he talked about using prayer and he talked about using song to help him get through. So I don't think it's about when we're struggling and we're in the face of adversity. I don't think it's about finding something to tap into and then life is all rainbows and sunshine 24, 7, 365. And we don't ever fall into that place of the darkness, right? Because you, Mm -hmm. even your symbol on your website is the the yin and the yang, right? Mm -hmm. The light and the dark. So you can't know one without knowing the other. They have, they exist together. Do you want to say more about that since you do have it on your website and Yeah, I mean, I think it's just part of the human experience, right? We need the contrast. We need the joy and the sorrow. And if we ignore one or the other, we aren't living a full and experienced life. And so what do we tap into when we're in our darkest moments is that light. But we're not trying to get rid of the darkness in that abolish it 100% from our life because it's going to vacillate. It's the ebb and flow. It's the ups and the downs. And so when we hit that dark spot, what do we tap into to get ourselves up and out? And then it's going to, another experience is going to happen and we're going to go down and then we're going to come back up, you know, so it's riding those waves and noticing. And, you know, you mentioned his story as you were talking, I actually had to Google it. If I look like I was doing something, um, yeah, it, it made me remember, I don't know if you saw the movie, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. I thought it had a different name, but maybe there is a different name for it. Yeah, um, I've never heard of it. And I think, I don't think that's the exact one, but that was a good one. Oh, no, here it is. It was Life is Beautiful. That was the one I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was about the Holocaust. And so it was one of those, I think both of those movies had the similar, but I think it was Life is Beautiful is the one that came to my mind. But The Boy in the Striped Pajamas was very good because I remember watching that too, is how the father and the son were in the camp and he made it, he was playful with his son and Mm -hmm. how that experience, I mean, it was heart-wrenching, but he could have, you know, been upset, separated from the rest of his family, but he tried to find the lightness and the playfulness And so it's still a horrible, difficult moment. And I can't even imagine. So I'm not even going to pretend I know what that's like. I've never experienced deep, deep hardship, gratefully. Um, But we still have a choice in the smaller moments. So we just took two big moments. We took, you know, he went to prison and he was innocent and the way the system, I mean, we could go into systemic racism and all of that, but we won't tap on that um, in this episode. And he made it what he could in that moment, just like for survivors of the Holocaust. And I yeah. know, I think there was, um, they were singing songs. I know there's a um, group, I can't remember which camp it was in, but they basically sang, like he used song to stay and they taught sing their sorrows in a language that the soldiers didn't understand. And so there was this beauty in the darkness. And so we can do that in our day-to-day life too. So what do we tap into in our day-to-day life when, you know, perhaps you have several sick family members or you are overwhelmed with work or you are trying to navigate just Corona right now, it's been a year. And feeling like, okay, I know there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but I can't see it today. 
I just want to go hang out with my friends or go on a vacation. And that's all I really want, but I can't have that. So how can I find the joy in the moment today? You know, so it translates into little things and big things. And I think the more we can practice in the little moments, when we do have a larger thing that life throws at us, we may be easier to find that tapping in, you know, or maybe it takes the big thing for us to find that strength because everyone is on a different journey and a different path. And so that light and the dark, how can we integrate and make the most of each of those moments? Because we can't stay in the joyful light moments all the time. That's not, that's not reality. Well, and I find that, well, when I'm in my higher self, (laughs) in my good space, I recognize that I need the darker space. Right. And if I visualize it more as the chrysalis that the mm. butter, that the caterpillar goes through to become the butterfly, yeah. Right, then I'm looking at it from a more abundant, more higher self, wisdom self place. And then it's like, then I have more peace about it all. However, when I'm in the freaking chrysalis, right in the abyss, I'm, in, I'm trying to... Like literally crawl and scratch my way out. I can't see the light. Yeah. I can't see it. And that's what makes it scary mm-hmm. is when you can't see yep. the end, the outcome or the end, you know, the light, let's just call it the light. Right. And so um, that's what makes it so hard and difficult. But mm-hmm. eventually I always do. And the more of those waves that you spoke about that I ride, the more then it's sometimes I'll be like, okay, this too shall pass. And then I can yes. have these little, little whispers, mm-hmm. right. Of where it's my, my true self, my intuition, something that just allows me to hang in there and not completely mm-hmm. let go and just drown in, in the sea of all this feeling. So, um, and, and I'll share like an example. And I said this before we started recording one particular issue in my life has been always since, well, as long as I can remember is with eating. Right. And sometimes I feel that in my mind, I feel my mind is in prison, is in trap, is in a cage because I can't get out of the behavior. I feel as if the behavior somehow takes over. And I get caught and I can't see it ever going away. And it just feels like it sucks me in. And then like, lo and behold, through all these years, boom, something will switch. Something will turn the light switch Mm -hmm. on. And I'll be like, oh, okay, that's why. Oh, okay. And like, even now, just listening to the YouTube video, which we can share in the show notes. Mm-hmm. on Archie Williams, just hearing people's stories like that reminds me of my own inner strength. Yeah. And, and what it means to continue to, to fight and not give up, right. To just yeah. keep on persevering. And that's what then will pull me up and out of the abyss mm-hmm. to where then I can breathe. There's been fresh air or I've you know, just come out of the chrysalis as the yeah. caterpillar. And now it's like, okay. And then some, then things are a little bit more settled with my eating and I'm not as out of control and I don't feel like I'm being overpowered or, or mm. trapped in my mind. 
is really what it feels like is like I'm in a prison in my mind. Yeah, that he and it can be eating, it can be addictions of any sort, drinking, smoking, um, Netflix, you know, too too much TV, too much screens. It can be a whole host of things. Mm-hmm. You could feel even in relationships that your mind is in a prison. And we'll be talking soon and having an interview soon with a guest who's, who also refers to as being in a cage, a cage, a prison, the same thing. It still is all in the mind. There is not a literal prison around me. Right? I'm not but we make it. But we make it. We do. We do. And, and recognizing that when you're in that dark space, you may not see it. Yeah. And some people can't get out. I mean, I they just stay stuck there. And that's their journey, you know, so, and sometimes you may stuck there, be stuck there longer, regardless how long you are on the path. And like you said, you sit there and you feel it and you acknowledge it. Um, it made me think of when you were talking about that, Glennon, I saw Glennon Doyle speak a couple of years ago and it was right around when Untamed came out and she was in a dark place during the talk. And she said that she said, I'm in a pretty deep depression right now, but I'm still showing up. Yep. And she was sharing how when she was feeling good, when she was in the lighter space, she would write letters to herself when she's in the dark space. Mm. And so when she would get in the dark space, her light, her lifeline would be to pull out a letter that she wrote to herself and remember, I know you're there. I see you in the dark space, you know, whatever she said to herself. And I'm just making things up so that. I'm not using Glennon's, what she's actually saying, you know, but whatever words she knows helps her. Remember, you're just in the dark space right now, but there you will return to the light. And, you know, that's another something someone can do, <coughs> excuse me, is write a letter to yourself, knowing, you know, you may return to the food taking over. Okay, what, what's it like when it's not taking over? I'm just going to pull this letter out to myself. Because there's so much empowering because you're writing to your inner child in those moments. And so we can remember to remember. And if we can't remember to remember on our own, we can use those external tools to help us like the singing or whatever. I mean, there's no, there's no right or wrong. And when you're in that dark space, it doesn't help to judge ourselves and shame ourselves and like, oh, because that's only imprisoning you more. Even more so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, I like too, how you brought up that depression can be another one of those areas of feeling imprisoned by the mind, um, as well as our masks, really, right? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, we're not literally wearing a mask. We're not walking around these masks on that says on it, people pleaser, rescuer, (laughs) you know, fixer, caretaker. It's all in the mind. Yeah. It's in the mind. Mm -hmm. The roles. We had that episode on roles a while back. They're all in the mind. And at the end of the day, we are the only ones who can set ourselves free. 100%. And while you might have some freedom, sometimes you might retreat back. I think that's what we Mm -hmm. want to also underscore and say that it may be that ebb and flow that you were just talking about. You may be able to release yourself and have some freedom in one area or one particular mm-hmm. freedom. Good like point. me with the food. Sometimes I have the freedom 
Sometimes not. It's an ebb and flow. So, and I think where I sometimes, when I'm in the dark space where I do get really sucked in even more is because then I put an expectation on it of him, you should be better at this by now. Right. For the perfection. Why aren't you free and staying free? Why are you going back to this behavior? Mm -hmm. Here so many times before. So then there comes the perfectionism, right? Just another, which is just another form of imprisonment in my mind. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's why, you know, we talk about the different masks. That's what we have. We don't just stay focused on one thing or move. We want to prepare and provide information in the different ways we do imprison ourselves because we do we do it to ourselves and it's not that we do it intentionally at all I mean culture puts so much on us expectations from our parents from you know the school counselor whatever it is it's not that we didn't have the strength to push them away at the time we just didn't know any different and so the more we can step into grace for ourselves and have self-compassion and and embrace the darkness. Like, yeah, I'm just in this dark space. I'm in my imprisoned mind again, but I know it's temporary. And this too shall pass. It will. And I'll add in too, because you just said, um, I'll add in that it's also protected. There's Mm -hmm. a protective mechanism, another culture and parents and so on and so forth. But we also created obviously not consciously but we created these masks these ways to protect ourselves because when we were kids it was not okay we learned at some point it was not okay to be fully authentic because this is what we're talking about really right right? Right. authenticity versus not right so we were free when we were kids we were fully authentic we were fully ourselves especially when we came in as babies and then you know as little toddlers but then even then it's you know when when you're two years old and you're being told no 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 and so on and so forth so it starts out very young mm-hmm. so it was a protective mode and so really when I'm in that dark space and I'm retreating it is often my inner child that is coming up and needing something Right. And so then it's, it's a, also a practice of my adult self, which also is a lifeline in a way to help it's my adults. Just like you said with Glenn and Doyle, really, it was her adult higher self writing the letters in her mm-hmm. good space. We'll call it good space right. and she's in the light that it was really her little girl that was in the depressive dark space. So it was her adult talking to her inner child and seeing herself. It's like, I see you in this space. Yeah. You're still just as worthy in this space as you are when you're in the other space. So it's not either, or we can be both. And then we rise and we fall, but even the rise and the fall makes it sound one is better than the other. They just are. It's the human experience and we learn and we have those opportunities. And so I love the image of when we're in that, space of the imprisoned mind that we're in that crystallis because we can because every time we come out of that space we grow a little more we learn something a little stronger Mm -hmm. a little stronger each time 
Right. It's such a skill set, though, to develop. It's taken me a very, very long time to develop yep. this skill of my adult self being able to come in and have compassion for my inner child self that is right. struggling in a dark space. Right. So right. I just want to, you know, underline that as well. Yeah, that's a good point. And that is why we are on a journey and there is no destination. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this has been really good to just come on and just talk about this and hash this one out. That's right. We love creating these episodes. They're as much for ourselves as they are for our listeners. Let's be Always. let's be honest because it's helpful for me each and every time we have these conversations. Me too. Totally. Mm-hmm. It feels so good. So yes, thank you everybody for listening. We hope you enjoyed this and it will put that uh, link for YouTube if you want to see that clip on America's Got Talent and like, subscribe, share. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Masks Off. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and share with friends and family. Check out the show notes for how to contact us. Remove your masks 